everyone. You're welcome to another episode of Inside Moose Head. My name is Monique Nyechukugodian and I am your host. Thank you for joining me on another episode. This is our eighth episode, guys. And I am super grateful as always for you guys. Thank you for liking my show. Thank you for sharing, subscribing. And if you haven't done any of this, if you haven't liked, if you haven't shared, subscribed, please, please, please do that. Um, yeah, please go ahead and like the show, subscribe, leave your comments, your reviews. They are very, very much appreciated. Thank you. Thank you guys. Um, how was your week, guys? I just, you know, wish I could hear you guys tell me how your week goes. Like, I, I, I'm always saying this, but really, that's something I wish we could do. Like, have a sit down and just talk about how our week went. Hear all the stuff you guys have to say. Now, how my week went. Um, my week was, was okay, I suppose. I don't know, recently I've just been in that mood where I don't know if anyone gets in that mood where you're not excited, you're also not sad, like, so just my energy is, this past week has just been, I don't know, I don't know how to explain it, but yeah, I hope that this coming week I get to raise that energy, intentionally, like, intentionally raise it, actually, because I'm not, I'm not liking the energy that I've been, I received this whole past week. Like, is this stressful, not the usual chef one excited me? Yeah. So I think last week, this week, what happened? Um, yeah, I think one of these days we're going to take a minute to talk about how when you go to any of the government stuff, like government offices, government parastyles, the attitude of the people there and how they are unwilling to do anything without receiving some kind of you know, bribe or something. And like everybody just goes out looking for money. They are not motivated. And, and I mean, I, I want to believe these guys are paid fairly well. I'm saying fairly well because now I don't know the, you know, the salary rate for these civil servants, but I, I want to believe that they are paid fairly well. And I know it's just like, if you don't want to work, so why are you there? Now, what brought about this whole thing is I went to, I went to, what are they called now? Is it VIO or um, road safety? Guys went for driver's license. Now, at this point, like this driver's license had been applied for for months. So it just took a long time coming. As a matter of fact, we had to just keep calling some of the guys that we know. And they were always quick to say, oh, don't worry, it's going to come out. And obviously, they're expecting you to give them like 10, 20K thereabout. So finally, they're like, oh, the driver's license is out. You can come collect it. And I went. From the moment, like, I put my feet in that, like, office environment, everybody was like, oh, who are you looking for? Oh, come on, do you want to do this, that, that, that. And these guys are out looking for money, like, they want you to pay a certain amount of fee so that it could help you process stuff. Like, and this happens almost in everywhere. So you go to the immigration office, like everywhere you go, people just want, at this point, it has become ridiculous. Honestly, it almost feels like you can't get anything done in Nigeria if you don't have money to just settle some guys. 
I don't know where we are going as as a society and I, I know this is not just starting now but I feel like we should have more talks surrounding this so if you're not ready to pay certain things it's either what you're looking for is so delayed or you don't even get it done to me honestly I think it's preposterous and the decay in our society is so bad that it's not even for me it it has gone beyond good leadership um i think that for nigeria to get better we have to honestly start with good citizens the corruption is so deep guys but then again i i don't want to really talk about nigeria because when i start i don't tend to know when to stop because i can be quite i can be quite passionate about this country i don't know why but yeah so yeah, that was how my week went and just normal week stuff. Normal week stuff. Um, yeah. Yeah. And I mean, this week was, this week was also really good because, um, Made um, Kuti got married to his hat throb and before now I'd not even known Made Kuti or anything, but I just came across, I think the pre-wedding shots and I delved into the loophole of watching almost the entire part of the wedding on Instagram and like it was so good you know like yes we see couples that are in love with each other every day and I think I tell everyone that cares to listen that my parents are my mirror of love and my parents have been together for like 41 years now and watching how up until now they still like love each other and you know like super thoughtful towards each other is everything to me now i like like i <laughs> i love love guys so watching the whole wedding experience the chemistry that he had with his wife see i'm just like you know what guys 2024 is that year where is my year of love i'm going to be such a lover girl like if you ever thought i was a lover girl in 2023 i'm going to be so loved up in 2020 love is such a beautiful thing so Watching Madikuti and his wife just, you know, like, I don't even know them, but I'm praying that they have an excellent marriage. That's how beautiful they are. Yeah, things, yeah, so that was how my week went, guys. Mm-hmm. Trying to raise my energy bar, um, dealing with Nigerian government officials, and yeah, going down the loophole of watching the entire Madi and his wife's wedding. Yeah. That's how my week went, guys. Okay, 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 okay. Today, I want to... Our topic for today is something important. And as a community, I feel like we're always avoiding this topic. Today, let's talk about money. Money, money, money. I want to spend it on you. Okay, let's talk about money today. Money is such an important factor of our human experience here on earth and in fact i feel like after god family the next important thing is money um after god family relationships money is super important but we don't talk about it enough as a community as a society and it makes me wonder if maybe us not talking about money is why we are where we are right now like 
not incorporating the talk of money early on in our childhood days maybe it's like the reason we treat money the way we treat it the way our psychology about money as nigerians majorly is like is really worrisome i'm honestly just thinking about it now like maybe if as children maybe if we're told about money a lot like if maybe we have that this kind of discussion with our parents a lot maybe uh, the way we view money would not be as bad as we see because i think nigerians have a serious terrible psychology towards money so yes today we're going to be talking about money and navigating nigeria's present economy especially as a young citizen so yeah you're welcome back again to inside news head and i'm your host always as we're diving into a topic that affects all of us so money uh, let's talk about nigeria's present economy I just want also like explore the challenges that is faced by young people and in fact everyone right now in our country we're at a very terrible state um economically and you might not even understand how bad it is until you go out there in the streets and you have a lot more people begging on the streets you have so many people like that can't seem to afford three square meals a day as a matter of fact, three square meals is starting to look like a luxury. You know, as kids, we were taught you have breakfast, you have lunch and dinner. But I can honestly tell you that lots of households can no longer afford three square meals. The most they can do right now is two. And even that two sometimes is shaky. That's how bad our economy has gone. That's how terrible the economy is right now and it affects every single person the purchasing power has gone down like we've had tough seasons as nigerians but this is like tough 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 season and i feel like the young people are bearing a big 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 like we are dealing with so much right now we're dealing with so much right now so growing up in my own household uh, money wasn't something that was talked about I mean, my parents didn't talk to us about money. And I grew up in a comfortable home. Um, I didn't lack whatever it was that I needed. I ate good. I had good stuff. But I didn't understand the concept of money. I didn't understand, you know, like, so I know, yeah, every morning my parents are off. My school, like, of course, is business. So it has to deal with money. And I remember recently talking to my dad about this conversation and daddy was like, uh, when we were young, he would never take any of us to the office because he never wanted us to like be so exposed to money that we would say we don't want to go back to school. But I think that was a wrong, I mean, he meant well and I see reasons with him, but at the same time, I feel like we should have been, um, I don't know, we should have been told about money. Because what Nigerian parents do is they don't tell you about this. And all of a sudden you grow and you're supposed to understand it yourself. You're supposed to navigate your financial life yourself. So it's just like when we're growing up, you're not allowed to see boys. 
in university you're not allowed to go out even when you're home you're not allowed to see boys and all of a sudden you're turning like 26 and everybody's wanting you to bring home a boy like how it's the same thing about money honestly as young people i feel like we've had to figure out so much about money and money is so important because if you look at the rate of divorce and one of the few things that like causes a rift in marriages and it's money money is like top two friendships are good until you introduce money there's this Igbo adage that okubanego what what it means is that once the money like once the conversation tilts towards money everything changes it feels like we're so uncomfortable to talk about money even with our friends we're uncomfortable to like say oh this is where we are financially nobody's talking about finances so you meet a boy you're like the boy you guys are going out you get married and you guys are not even talking about money you've not had down that serious discussion about money as a society we have this hush hush attitude towards money and i think it's a terrible kind of attitude to have we're not taught to value money we're not taught to respect money we're also majorly not taught to how to make money so what happens is we have a dysfunctional society when it comes to money you grow up and you're just grabbing all of your information from everywhere but i feel like if as a family we had days where you know like our parents like sat us down and told us about money we have this money discussion conversations like this is the way you should go um right now your mom and i we can't afford this and this is because okay you know you start telling kids early on about investment telling them about savings i mean i hope our generation does better with our kids you know like I intend to teach my children about money quite early on. I think recently I talk about money a lot and the vibe I get from people I talk about money with is always that dismissive vibe. They don't, they'd rather not talk about it. But this is something that affects us every day. So honestly, I think that our round table, while we're discussing men and women and while we're discussing relationships, we should also like have money on the table because I feel like um, people are not gathering enough to talk about money. And I feel like when we start talking about money, we start sharing our ideas and maybe like the psychology we have around it, we change a bit. We start to understand savings, understanding investment, understanding right now, Nigeria is currently going through a lot. And I promise you, young people don't even understand what's going on. I mean, they could easily tell you, oh, Nigeria is hard. But when it comes down to the numbers, talking about what is going on, the inflation, you know, all of these things they don't even understand they when it comes to money they're just living on vibes so uh today like i want us to go a bit into understanding the current state of nigeria's economy to begin it's crucial to have a clear understanding of the current state of nigeria's economy and it's not any surprise because if you're living here, matter of fact if you're a Nigerian who is even in diaspora, I feel like every member of your family will be telling you or more a joke it is crazy the country has experienced uh various economic challenges we're dealing with inflation we're dealing with high unemployment rates for a country that values i don't know if to say values education no more like for a country that has lots of graduates people always going to school i mean nigerians we go to school pretty much like we we go to school a lot so like why are we going to school if you're only going to come out and not be you know like not have uh be able to get a job 
we have serious high unemployment rates we have limited access to finance for a, a nation that is rich and wealthy like nigeria these factors they you know they greatly impact the young nigerians that are striving to establish themselves financially it is such a, like i can't even begin to explain how bad it is now just for us to talk about um shed more light like on strategies for navigating nigeria's present economy because we could talk about the issues and the issues forever and ever for me i'm not a problem inclined person so mine is okay so we know there's a problem there's a challenge what do we do about it as young nigerians how do we navigate this present economy how do we do better with money how do we get better so we already understand the challenges most of us at least let's discuss some like practical um strategies that can help us going forward going into you know 2024 that can help us young people walk through nigeria's present economy the first of i i think because of the way nigeria is the first thing we can do is to embrace entrepreneurship and nigerian youths we are so good at this i am so proud of us we're always starting up businesses we because of the way the nation is so it's just like we don't even have a choice but to just become all entrepreneurs it's hard for you to see a nigerian who has not tried their hands on businesses and i'm very proud of us it's a viable option for a nigerian um youth this is not easy because entrepreneurship will make you remove your wig literally because i know how many i've started up like two businesses in the pocket so when i was in school I think I started up my first business while I was in school and it did well for a bit then that failed. Uh, coming out of school as well, I loved fashion and so I started up a fashion brand. Oh my God. <laughs> Maybe we'll talk about the challenges as well of being an entrepreneur, but it's still a viable option for Nigeria. I think without entrepreneurship, we'll be doing a lot worse than we are because our country, our government is not really providing the job. So rather than just sit home doing nothing and just waiting on that job to land on your feet. It's a viable option for Nigerian youth to embrace entrepreneurship. Um, by starting our own businesses, our own ventures, we take proactive steps towards our financial stability because and self-reliance because we can't seem to rely on the government. It's important that we explore sectors with lower barriers to entry and you know consider innovative ideas that address our local challenges so these um i don't want to sound like the inspired to perspire to aspire people but every i believe that every challenge is like an opportunity and nigeria has like one million challenges everywhere you look in nigeria there's one challenge or the other so if we can um tune into that and use those challenges as innovative ideas to address local challenges and at the same time making money. I think that's a win-win for us. The second one is skill development and education. I think it's very important. It's an, a, a crucial aspect is investing in skill development um, and education. Upskilling or acquiring additional qualifications can greatly enhance job prospects. So most of the time we go to school, we do four or five years. I did five years or four years in school studying biochemistry. And I can tell you that coming out now, I don't know. <laughs> I really don't know the use of that um, degree for now. 
So like the best thing is to upskill, look at skills that you could take on, whether it be like tech skills. And everybody doesn't have to do tech skills. This is like me telling it because everybody wants to do tech. Everyone wants to go to data analysis, cybersecurity. While that is great, there are also so many skills across so many sectors that we can look into. Um, I think that additionally, as young people, we should identify potential growth sectors, equip ourselves. Because I feel like money is always changing. Where money is, is always changing. At some point, we're hearing, oh, the money is in agriculture. At some point, it left agriculture to the oil in the, um, sector. Now, for me, I think the money is currently in the manufacturing sector and also agriculture. So, like, we also have to identify potential growth sectors and equip ourselves. And the good things about identifying potential growth sectors is that if you're one of the first few people to get into that, you have highest chances of um, of doing really well and making a name for yourself and making money. The third one for me, I would say building a strong network. As I'm preaching to you about this one, I'm preaching to myself as well. Um, networking plays a vital role in any economy, including our country, Nigeria. So building a strong professional network can create opportunities for, you know, mentorship, collaboration, job referrals. Uh, this one is easy and sweet to the mouth, but it's actually hard for most of us. You know, attending events, utilizing online platforms. For some of us that our existence on Instagram, like on the internet is almost non-extinct. Like, I don't know. But I think we all should work on building a strong network, engage with like-minded individuals, just expand our connection and our reach. And the fourth one for me is financial management and savings investment so if you're a young person in nigeria i want you to know that you can no longer afford to live however you want you can no longer afford to do yolo because if you yolo you will yolo yourself back so like life is going to yolo on you basically if you do every time oh you only live once and i'm just going to spend money i'm just going to the tiny one that you get maybe from working or from your business <laughs> It's like it's very essential for us as young people to develop good financial management. And how do we do this? There are many books online. There, are, I mean, there are many books you can read. There are many seminars you can attend. The internet is like a school on its own. So whatever it is that you're interested in, you're definitely going to find it. So if you're thinking about, um you know, getting better with your money psychology or you're just thinking generally about doing better. There's so many books. I can even like recommend a few. Um, one of my favorite is Invest Like a Girl, Warren Buffett. I like the new, um, the money tribe, the smart money tribe by Arese Ugu. I like the psychology of money. Um, I can't remember the author now. But yeah, I mean, there are a lot, there are lots of books that would change the way you see money. So please, um, very important for us to develop good financial management skills, cultivate saving habits. Saving is hard. I have a friend that says things like, saving is not the goal, making more money is the goal. <laughs> oh my God. 
Now, understand also that for me, saving is not the goal. Saving to invest is the goal because lots of people are just saving, putting their money in banks that is not even doing anything for them. It's just there. And with the tiniest thing, that money goes because things that always want to carry our money always come. So, yeah, we have to understand budgeting, setting financial goals, avoiding unnecessary expenses. This one, this particular one. I'm praying to Jesus to even help me avoid on There are some times I go out, like, and when I spend the money, I come home and I'm just like, Onye, that could have been well avoided. Ugh. Oh my God. Unnecessary expenses. As young people, I honestly believe we can effectively stabilize our financial situations. It's hard and it's tough, especially in a climb like ours, but it's something we can work towards. So we can have a more secure future. Um, out of this Nigeria, out of the bad things, out of the bad economy in Nigeria, there are so many success stories. Um, I wish I could just start calling people that inspire me so much on the business front. Um, there are people like Tiwalala, um, Olanubi, if I'm getting the surname correctly, Arese Ugu. Um, people are doing amazing things with, you know, the Smith, the Kende and, um, Taya and Kende Smith. People are doing so great. So many, as hard as it is, you know, so to end on a positive note, I'd like to share, like, I'd like us to know that as hard as it is, it's also possible. Also possible for us to make it. I know it's hard, it's tough, but I think if we understand the psychology of money and we start working towards, we become financially smart people. Nigeria and the economy, well, it's got, I don't want to say has got nothing on us, but we will weather through the storm. So as we conclude today's episode, it's crucial to remember that despite the challenges, Nigerians, especially the young people, we have the potential to rise above the economic obstacles, to thrive in our ever-evolving economy by embracing entrepreneurship, focusing on skill development, building strong networks, and practicing financial management. We as young people, we can overcome the obstacles and work towards a brighter future. Now that's all on today's episode. I want to thank you for joining I know today's episode is a lot more serious than we would normally have, but money is something that is very dear to my heart. <laughs> I'm an evil girl from Anambra State, and um, our language is money. <laughs> so honestly, I hope to, um, sometime later on this show, maybe invite someone who is financial, um, a financial expert to talk more about money, because on this show... As much as I want us to have fun and relax and, you know, like, I also want us to learn things that are important and useful for our lives. Thank you for joining today's episode. And remember, the key to success lies in proactive and determined actions. We stay positive. We keep striving for greatness, even in challenging times. See you next time on Inside Moose Head. Goodbye and have a wonderful week ahead.